Today in my other episodes, we're going to be talking about video games, specifically a Nintendo video game called Super Smash Bros. Melee. It's a video game that came out for the Nintendo GameCube all the way back in 2001, but here 22 years later, it's still got a vibrant and passionate community of players who play it despite four newer games in the series releasing since. Now, I know a lot of people that have a history with Nintendo games or with the Super Smash Bros. series in general, especially for my friends who grew up with the Wii, which is most people because that was like, that was the console growing up. That was the one everyone had. I think that came out in 2007. But uh, anyways, the Smash Bros. franchise has always been pretty popular. And there was one that came out for the Wii that I know a lot of people that I know had growing up. And then the newest one came out for the Nintendo Switch. And both of those games did really well sales-wise. But the one I'm talking about is from 2001, actually. So let's start with the basics. The premise of the game is pretty simple. It's a fighting game where you play as your favorite Nintendo characters and you basically beat up other Nintendo or video game characters. So, for example, you can have like Mario fighting Pikachu, fighting Donkey Kong, fighting Sonic the Hedgehog, and a bunch of other characters. And it sounds like a kid's game, and it pretty much is. But I hope after my three episodes are done, it's easy to see why the community is so awesome and why the game is so special to me and to so many others out there. So before I talk about the game, uh, we gotta go back to the game's development when they were making the game. So Masahiro Sakurai, he was the lead director of the game, and he's also like the father of Smash Bros. So he and his uh, company, HAL Laboratory, they made the game, they made Melee, in just 13 months, which is really short for video game development. And in recent interviews, Sakurai has even talked about how those 13 months were like really bad for him because he would barely take breaks. And even on the newest Smash Bros. game, Sakurai actually went to the hospital because he severely overworked himself. So that just shows like what kind of guy this is and like how dedicated he is. The reason that development for Melee specifically was so rushed was because they wanted the game to be ready when Nintendo's new console, the GameCube, released. And for the most part, you think when you rush something, it's going to be worse when it comes out. But somehow Sakurai and his team pulled off a miracle and basically the exact opposite happened. Melee ended up being a really deep and technical game. And a lot of the competitive Smash Bros. players, they like to call it a beautiful accident. And I think that's a good way of putting it. Yeah, like I've said... Melee, Super Smash Bros. Melee is pretty much a kid's party game, but in the game there's a lot of advanced techniques that are there that they let you move faster and have competitive advantages, and you don't have to use them, but they're there. But the competitive community basically took all these techniques, and the skill level of the game is now just at an insanely high level. And uh, Sakurai himself said he never meant for the game to be as competitive as it is today, but he has also talked about how he admits it's the sharpest game out of all the games in the series. And uh, he says it felt really good to play. So having tournaments for video games is nothing new and definitely shouldn't be a new idea to you because you've probably heard of esports and it's one of the fastest growing industries. I think even in 2021 or 2020, it beat out movies and TVs in like the amount of money it generated. So that just shows you how big esports is now. But what's unique about Super Smash Brothers Melee tournaments and esports for Melee is the lack of Nintendo support. So the competitive scene is like, it's all about the people. Everything is grassroots and community run. And this has led to like a, a really cool culture and community between the people who play the game. So you might be wondering, this game came out in 2001. It's older enough to drive. Why do people still play this game? And that is a very fair question. Since the game came out, there's been four new Smash Bros. games, and a lot of people will still play this old one instead of the newer ones. 
So like when a new FIFA or a new Call of Duty game comes out, pretty much all the players abandon the old game and they move on to the new one. But this didn't happen with Melee. 21 years later, people are still playing it. And a part of this is because Melee is the most advanced Smash Bros games like I've talked about in terms of like the techniques you can do and how fast the game is. After Melee, the game that came out was Super Smash Bros. Brawl. And Brawl had like way slower gameplay and a lot of changes were made to make the game purposely slow and they removed a bunch of the techniques that made Melee fast and special. And while that made it easier for more people to play, like kids especially, competitive wise that made the game very boring. So that's a huge reason why people still play the older one. And another reason why Melee and Smash in general is so unique compared to other fighting games is that um, you've heard of Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter and those games have combos built into the game based on um, certain button combinations you press but with Melee there's no combos like that you know it's up to the player to pick what moves they want to do and string those moves together and create their own combos and just because of this it, the game really lets you be creative and play how you want to play so everyone has their own unique style which is really cool. And uh, Sakurai has even talked about uh, the game being maybe too technical and people not being able to keep up with it. But that, that's a big reason why the community loves it, I think. So outside of the game itself just being really unique and being really technical and advanced and just f fun and smooth to play, the game isn't alive today because of those things, really. It is, but it isn't. The game is really alive because of the passionate community of players that are still playing it and still hosting events. Without the uh, without the community, the, the game would just be dead. So you can think of it exactly like a sport, you know. Players enter tournaments and they compete for money, and it's always the best of the best have the best gameplay, and these players who are the best, they get sponsored by organizations and they get paid. And just like in sports, everybody has their favorite characters to root for, their favorite players, and you pick your favorite players based on how they play and their personalities. So just like sports, just like athletes, and also just like sports, Melee definitely has villains of the scene, and there's just so many different storylines and history between certain players and characters, and it, it can get really deep, which is really cool. So other competitive games that have tournaments like this a lot of times have like millions of dollars in prize money to support uh, the tournaments and so people are competing over a, lo a lot of money but for Smash Bros. Melee Nintendo has not supported the community at all so for the past 22 years of tournaments for the game it's all community run and the community didn't survive because of Nintendo they just survived because of how much they loved the game and wanted to keep playing it so there's been so many tournaments over the years and I just want to talk about some of the few important like events moments that help Melee grow to where it's at today. And uh, the first tournament I'll talk about is ROM, or also known as Revival of Melee. ROM was held in 2009. That was pretty much right after Super Smash Bros. Brawl for the Wii came out. So it was a time when like a lot of people were worried that people would stop playing Melee and instead move to Brawl. And so they kind of hosted this tournament to try to boost Melee's popularity again. And it definitely worked. Out of ROM, there was a very legendary Melee set between two players. One of them named uh, Shiz the Shizwiz, and the other one named Mewtwo King. And so Mewtwo King basically had like a really difficult comeback win on Shiz. And this video on YouTube actually has over a million views, which is, you know, a million views is a lot of views on YouTube. And so a lot of people credit this tournament for kind of saving Melee from death when many people thought it was going to be abandoned. And I guess the name Revival of Melee was pretty fitting for the tournament. 
One of my favorite stories about Melee and like thinking of an event that brought it to where it's at today would definitely be EVO 2013. So EVO or Evolution, the EVO tournament series has been running since 1996. And basically everyone knows it as the biggest fighting game event of the year. So at EVO, there's multiple tournaments for many different fighting games. And basically, if you're a player who wins EVO, that's like, that's huge bragging rights. And uh, in 2013, EVO, they held, held a fundraising event. And basically, the game community that donated the most money would have their game be added to EVO's lineup. So the Melee community came together and they raised $95,000 for cancer, which is pretty cool by itself. And also pretty impressive for a community that was playing such an old game, had no support from the developer, and was all just fueled by the love of the people. So the fact that they were able to beat out a bunch of other games and raising the most money is really cool. It's like a really cool story. But then what happens next is that actually Nintendo contacted Evo and tried to shut it down. They, they told Evo, don't live stream Melee, and they tried to get Melee removed from the lineup. And just thinking about how a company can be so against their community, but the community is still so strong and they keep playing it, it's just really cool. And not cool of Nintendo to shut it down, of course, but <laughs> yeah. But basically... What happened was that there, there was a bunch of backlash, of course. People were mad at Nintendo. How could they shut it down after the community raised almost $100,000 for cancer? And a couple hours later, Nintendo like went back on their statement and they said, okay, you, you, you can have Melee, you can stream it, that's fine. And I guess after that, the rest is pretty much history. Because uh, they streamed Melee and it had over 100,000 people tuned in to watch it live and in 2013, that was actually a new record for the most watched fighting game in history, the most viewers, which is it's pretty amazing for the scene. And it led to like a whole new era of the game, and it brought so many people in as competitors and as fans, because for the first time, people were not just seeing a fighting game fought on like a sport, but people also saw, it, saw Smash Bros. specifically, which was a game that people, a lot of people know, but they think of it like, oh, I used to play that as a kid. So when they saw people playing it competitively at such a fast pace, at such a high level with so many fans, that was really good for the scene. And that was just a big turning point for Melee. So I could pretty much, I could go on and on and on about legendary moments that helped shape the scene to where it was today. I could talk about so many players, so many tournaments, so many specific times certain players met and what happened. And there's just so many legendary moments that happen in Melee. But uh, I think this is a good place to end. And the greatest Melee player of all time, also known as Mango, and as Mango said just a few years ago, there is so much more Melee to be played. And the fact that it's 2023, 22 years after the game came out, and the community is still as strong as ever, I believe the man is not wrong at all. And I hope you'll join us for next week's episode, too, where I'll be talking to one of my friends who's actually part of St. Louis' own local Super Smash Brothers Melee community. We both love the game, and I think it'll be fun to talk to him about how he got into the game, what it's been like for him playing against St. Louis' best players, why he continues to play the game until today, and what he thinks about St. Louis' own community and what kind of people play in it. Until next time, I'm out.
Okay, welcome to episode two of my Super Smash Brothers Melee podcast. And today I'm here with a guest who's uh, also part of St. Louis's own Melee community, and we're just going to talk Melee. So, so who am I here with today? Uh, Andrew Can, also known as Sansy Boy. So, just something for the viewers to know about Sansy Boy is that he did not start playing Melee competitively until about two years ago, I think. And he has already made it into the rankings of the top 10 players in uh, St. Louis, actually, just recently, which is uh, a really cool achievement because um, people have been playing this game for 20 plus years. And a lot of the people that go to these local St. Louis tournaments have been playing it for so long. So it's just really cool for Sansy to be such a new player and to already be pretty ranked. So it'll be cool to talk to him today. So I guess I started going to these melee tournaments at the beginning of last school year. So that's about when I met Sansy Boy. Yep. <laughs> so how did you get into melee and why is melee like the game that you play the most? Okay, so, well, I've been playing Smash since I was a kid. Uh, I actually did start with melee casually, but then I mostly started with Brawl because Brawl was the first video game I've ever bought. Yeah, I played, same with I remember when I got Brawl on the Wii, like my dad brought it home and stuff. So high. I remember that. I yeah. love that game. I just <laughs> played played Brawl. Me and my brothers would play all the time. We would always argue who was better. Um, <laughs> fast forward to Ultimate. I, I started playing Ultimate competitively because I watched uh, one of the documentaries about competitive Smash. It was a um, it was a documentary about Hbox. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, I, I think you've, I've seen you link that video. Then. Yeah. Uh, I watched that and I was like, man, this is really sick. But I didn't know much about Melee. So I'm like, well, I'll just play Ultimate com- uh, competitively instead since I already know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then Pandemic hit and I'm like, I don't want to deal with this like bad online connection stuff. I'm just going to try out Melee, see how it is. My original intent was actually to play both games <clears> for a little bit. But then I started playing more Melee and I'm like, you know, what? I'm just going to stick with Melee. And then I just stuck until Melee until now. So it's just how it, been, how it went, I guess. Yeah, for me, it was Apex 2015 was the first tournament. I like I, It like showed up on my YouTube or whatever. Then I watched oh, the documentary. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I also, when Ultimate came out for me, I was like thinking like, well, it's going to be too hard to get good at Melee because everyone's been playing it for so long. But Ultimate right? just came out. So I'm like, I guess I could try this one. Yeah. But I never, yeah, I never did any like ultimate tournaments or anything. I guess I did a few online tournaments, but then I got back okay. online. I never did IRL. <laughs> yeah, it just feels so much nicer, even when you're. I new. know. So how long have you been playing? I guess, like when you decided, okay, I'm gonna try to play this competitively. Like, yeah, around, but it's okay. around like June 2020, right around okay. Slippy coming out. Mm. Um, I was so excited because me and my brother were. were actually hanging out and we saw that melee was trending on twitter and we're like what the what why is melee trending <laughs> slippy just came out and we're like oh this is cool let's try out that we we've played a bit of melee and we set it up and we're getting our asses handed to us and it was mm-hmm. it was it was fun though we had fun and that's basically how it started then i went on the discords and was learning like which character i wanted to play and all that yeah because i played like before slippy when they had the you had to like connect through the just the net play thing in dolphin and like, oh like yeah that was letter? yeah 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 i did a little bit of that but right. it's kind of funny like i go through like i logged in not that long ago and looked at like all the dms and messages i had from people i played and like i played schnurb and like some oh. of these other uh 
I can't remember. I think some like Illinois guys. I don't remember. Yeah, there's just like I think Aklo too. I like played against him, and it was just kind of funny looking at that. Like you didn't know who they were at the time. Well, I think the Aklo one. I have a message like, "Is this the real Aklo?" Then he just says yes, and that's the only thing. (laughs) So I don't know. And then there was one guy, Stango. I don't know if you've heard of him, but I I remember he used to play Marth for Melee too. But I think he was like when they. they have like the top hundred PM players. He's like number four last year or something. But I like played him, and he like told me like, "Keep playing. You won't be terrible forever." That's when I saw a message like that. <laughs> that was just kind of funny it. seeing that. Yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of funny. Yeah. So I guess since you've been playing competitively, like, what has that been like for you? I guess like like the experience mm, of playing. Yeah, I guess so. Ooh. I guess it could be pretty frustrating, like especially at the beginning whenever. Everyone else is just way better than you. Yeah, it's um, it's quite a, a hurdle. You really have to like commit. Like some people, like I try to get my brother to play, um, every now yeah. and then, but he just he just can't get over like how hard like hard it is just to do like the basics. Like you have to really grind out the basics in order to be able to play. And then once you're able to play, then you get to like the real stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And then there's just like levels, but. I think for me, it's it's kind of stressful at times, you know? I think everybody kind of yeah. goes through that. And, like, with me, everyone's, like, talking about, like, oh, Sandy Boy's, like, the new up-and-comer. Like, he's getting good fast. And I'm thinking with myself, like, dude, I'm just trying so goddamn hard. <laughs> <laughs> this, is just, this is not easy. This is, this is so hard. And now, like, right now, I'm just kind of relaxing because I'm like, okay, I'm kind of getting tired of practicing every day. Like, I'll still yeah. practice, but <clears throat> I used to practice for, like, three hours a day. Yeah, wasn't it in the summer you would like stream your practice like every morning? I would every morning I would practice yeah. for like two three hours a day. <laughs> I would stream it. It was it was a, a lot of work. Uh, it, it another another thing that makes melee hard is like keeping your motivation. You know, mm-hmm. it's like oh, is this really worth it? Like all this time and effort just so you can get fourth at Yeti and get <laughs> eight dollars. <laughs> like I, I'm still gonna yeah. go for it, but you know. You really got to just, like, have a motivation for it. I think, like, when I first started going, so the Marth players were, like, you, me, and Colin. Mm. And I think it was, like, you were, like, better than me, but not as much, like, when we both first started. We and were then you, close. Like, I, I, yeah, 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 yeah. Did you then, take then you, you took oh, a Oh, yeah. I probably, mul- probably multiple, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but <Back> then. <laughs> then you hit a level up. I guess it was around when you started doing the daily practicing and you were really, yeah. And then you could just see. I think yeah. what really showed it was um, oh, there was one tournament. I beat Colin and Messi at the same tournament because I'm like, oh, I finally beat the Marth that was fucking me up. And mm-hmm. I beat uh, Nick, Messi also. He was also messing me up too. Dude, yeah. I have like the same kind of thing with them. Like there was like three or four weeks in a row probably for the first slews that I kept having to play Colin and I still hadn't beat him then. Yeah. And then I remember when I finally beat him, I was like right after I beat him, I like fist bumped him. Then I went to the bathroom right away because I needed to like breathe. I was like, <laughs> I was totally like, get that. Yeah. I yeah. <laughs> you just have to breathe. Dude, I've mm-hmm. had so many sets where I'm like, I turn around, I see people watching and I just like, I'm like shaking. <laughs> it's it's not that you shouldn't think about winning it's that you should be okay if you lose like if you lose it's no big deal like you'll just come back yeah that makes sense and it's like yeah one thing i think about is like even if you lost it's just did you do you think you played well personally even if you did lose as long as you play like good, that. you got something out of it 
So yeah, we kind of talked about this, like why you continue to play. Your goal is to be number one in St. Louis. Is that the end goal? Well, not the end goal, but a goal. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, when I started, actually, like when Metagame, the Metagame documentary came out, that yeah. was like the greatest thing in my life because my favorite player is Armada. And okay. seeing Armada's <laughs> like rise and like him losing, 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 and then winning Genesis 2, I'm like, oh my God, I want to do that. <laughs> it was just like a huge inspiration. Uh, and I still kind of want to do that. It's just you start to realize how hard that is once you like go for it. Like, you, yeah, you, especially. Yeah, because like you just started during quarantine and then mm-hmm. all these PR guys have been going to Yeti since I don't know when was the first Yeti. I don't, I don't know, know. The first Yeti is like, I think it was like 2015 or something. Yeah, something like that. So it's that's like definitely hard. Like, yeah. Just, and we're, we're just a bunch of like nobodies <laughs> mm-hmm. like you can yeah. go to a different region and they have like you know the top 100 that's like true just regulars yeah. so i think our community is cool i like it yeah super cool i guess that was the last thing i want to talk about like just what you think about the local stl community and like were you kind of expecting how it was like when you went to the first tournament oh baby my first one i remember i joined the discord and i was talking with everybody there and everyone was super supportive because i I told everyone hey guys i'm new and we would play a few online matches and people would be like oh you're really good for you know only playing for like a year or whatever and i'm like okay i went i went to my first tournament and i got i went 0-2 i thought everybody goes 0-2 in their first tournament but um i i like all the stl guys i don't think there's any like one there that i don't like um everyone's really cool yeah i agree uh, everyone's really chill and it's like actually i think my first time i played against dom like we played friendlies mm-hmm. and it was like one of his first times going too so i think that was good for me like there was someone else who was also just started going I like dom. and like didn't know everybody yeah he's super cool, he's cool and then um yeah it's just because i think when you meet new people you try to find something that you relate with them on and then you like bond over that or whatever but like when you go to a smash tournament it's like you it's know all- everyone there already <laughs> likes smash so it's like really easy to you can talk like, to these people like you've known them forever because you yeah exactly everyone's just super chill yeah and i just think that's really cool about melee. yeah and that's what i in the like first podcast episode i just talked about the community and stuff because like the game is cool yeah but it's really the community like why people keep going like so many people go to tournaments, especially the big ones. Most people there go own two or whatever, but they're there because like to hang out and stuff and community. I've all that, it. yeah. It's the what best thing that? about melee is the community. Traveling yeah. is so sick. I just hate I hate telling people because like I'll be like, oh, I'm I'm ranked in my uh, city now, and then mm-hmm. it'll be like, oh, you uh, you can just play play, play melee, and you like get money out of it. I'm like, dude, I'm, I get like eight dollars yeah. sometimes. Uh... yeah i like no there was there was like the other week it's like two dollars to enter slew and then i i got the second or whatever i won three dollars and i was like tell them to bring me my money (laughs) (laughs) dude the first time you win money at at a tournament it's like what the fuck (laughs) yeah i think mine was at the webster one where it was like i was about to leave and he's like oh you got money because i got second at that somehow and then i was like oh let's go (laughs) <laughs> my first was one of the yetis i got fourth and then i i, I knew i was gonna get paid because i'm like i was thinking about it after the set i'm like wait a minute i made fourth. Don't, don't don't you get something for that and he's like here you go man and i'm like wow <laughs> let's go, let's go. <laughs> I, went home, I told my mom like hey i won like eight dollars or something like that i don't even remember how much it was that's oh, funny that's so badass. 
Winning's awesome. Losing sucks, though. Mm-hmm. All right. So, uh, just thanks for talking to me. That was fun. Oh, Always fun. fun talking about Melee. Super cool. So it's fun. And uh, you, you're going to Yeti later? Uh, yeah, later today. All right. Good luck. Good luck. I'll see you. I'll what, tell you how I do. You, you going to get first place? No. <laughs> what? <laughs> no. Then second. Then, yeah, then second. We'll, we'll, right. go, we'll shoot for second. <laughs> All right. Thank All right, you. Thanks, bro. That was fun. All right. Okay, that was fun. <laughs>
As I've said in my past couple of episodes, the vibrant community of people who play the game are the real reason why the game still played today, even though the game is 22 years old. And this community has made so many things that improve the game that we love to play. So the first and probably biggest example of an improvement would be the addition of online matchmaking. So when Melee came out, it was 2001, it was on the Nintendo GameCube. 2001 was a time when online gaming wasn't a normal big thing like now. Everyone does it. Every game has it. In 2001, not so much. But uh, in June of 2020, a program you could run on your computer called Project Slippy released, and it allowed you to play online Melee with basically no lag or delay at all, which is very important in a game like Melee because it's so fast-paced and every input needs to be as precise as possible. Project Slippy and it releasing was huge during COVID because it allowed players to host and enter tournaments without leaving their house, and it let people practice and play with people that they normally wouldn't be able to unless they met up in person. It was pretty cool too because the top players of the game, you know, they live in different states all throughout the U.S., but they could be across the country and still play with each other with no lag, which was pretty game-changing for Melee. Melee players have also modified the game to include fixes such as UCF, which stands for Universal Controller Fix. Basically what that does is make controllers have equal stable inputs because in the past you kind of had to get lucky and hope you got a good controller that didn't have any problems. So that kind of removed the randomness of controllers and put everyone on an equal playing field. There's also stuff like modified builds of Melee, such as Uncle Punch Training Pack. What that does is change the game to allow you to practice whatever mechanics you want. So there's a lot of techniques you need to learn for Melee, and having a tool like that kind of changed the game, which is really cool. And currently today, in 2023, there's still people making custom content for the game, such as different skins for the characters or different looks for the stages, and it kind of gives everything a new look and you can customize it to however you want. And thanks to all these new tools that the community keeps creating, I'd say that 2023 might be a better time than ever to get into the game. With the practice tools available to everyone and the ability to play online against real people without any lag, you can get good at the game faster than you could ever before, I'd say. So I hope through my episodes, I was able to convey just how great the Super Smash Bros. Melee competitive scene is, and I hope maybe I inspired you to give the game a try. Because uh, after all, all these things I mentioned today, such as Project Slippy or the Uncle Punch Training Pack, all this stuff is free to download on your computer. And all you need to play is a decent internet connection and a controller. But uh, just know that if you run into me online, I definitely won't be going easy on you. And with that, peace. <laughs>